Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Start up, start up. Start up, Brooklyn boys. Start up, Brooklyn boys. Start up, start up, start up. They making noise. Start up. Start up, start up, start up, start up, start up. Episode 198. Creeping ever so closer. It's the Brooklyn Boys podcast. We're trying to get to 200. And I, you know, I just don't, I just don't want it to be a letdown, Brody. That's why we really shouldn't be making a big deal out of two hundred, because I don't know if we're going to offer anything special. So the guy who's making a big deal out of two hundred is part of the opening says we shouldn't make a big deal out of two hundred. You just made a big deal out of it. I, I know we I have made nothing a, planned. No, we got nothing planned. Two hundred. We didn't plan anything for, for episode one hundred either. I love the way people are contacting us. The slices, we love you. But you, you, please, uh, let's uh, under promise and over deliver. You know, we don't. We want to manage your expectations here. One guy said, "Oh, I can't wait. Maybe uh, they'll do a retrospect." Right, a massive. <laughs> uh, right, this isn't this, like uh, a <laughs> major cable news channel or or a TV show. We don't have personnel. We don't have staff. To I'm gr- sitting in my basement. Exactly. Right, washing washing machine next to your washing machine right. and. You know, I'm in my apartment hanging out, and, you know, I, I, I don't have a whole lot of time. Here's what we, we did do. Uh, here's what sucks. Scary and uh. I took the, all of the best <laughs> things we've said, all of the best rants, all of the best parodies, all of the best questions that Scary has. Ever, we've taken everything, and we've spaced them out evenly over 197 <laughs> previous episodes. <laughs> exactly. And with zero, 198, if you count zero. So you, you can uh, and Feel follow free. Brooklyn Boys quotes on Twitter. 
Yeah, the, yeah. It's you know, Stevie quotes. I think I don't yeah. know. What I, but the thing is, this though. I mean, because he he puts all the quotes I, in I, of the, what he feels are the best ofs, and then puts a time code. Someone suggested we we get together and we we get edited down like little clips of the best of our moments and make that part of two hundred. But I, I don't have the we don't have the manpower to do that. We don't have a staff. Yeah, now you might be saying to yourself, well, don't you guys both edit audio? And don't you guys? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but I'm going to the Mahams in about uh, 12 hours. Right, and I'm going back upstairs. Yeah, we're off next week. The morning <laughs> show, the big the big show. Wait a second, what? <laughs> well, I thought you're, you were supposed to count. You counter that with something what bigger. I'm doing. No, something that, bigger. Yeah, no, you're supposed I'm to top that. what I'm doing. I'm going back upstairs to my all-inclusive house. I've got a well-stocked refrigerator. All my drinks are included. It's for fantastic. The, for the first time in the history of the big show and, and my career, yeah, I have the whole week. We're off the entire week. We never get the entire week. We only get We're third. technically on vacation right now. This is vacation time right now we're cutting into. This is Friday, right? The yeah. 19th yeah. of November. Yeah. And so I figured, you know what? To commemorate my very first ever time of getting off the entire week of Thanksgiving, I'm going to go to the Bahamas for a couple of days. And I'll be back in time for Thanksgiving next week. So there. Nice. Yeah. Um, I'll be honest. I have looked into um, possibly taking just going away for a day myself. A day? day. Yeah, I may go with my friend uh, for a day. A day. Uh, Yeah, I'll tell you why. Because my my middle daughter is home from college as of a couple hours from now. Oh. And I can't very well be like, oh, I'm so glad you're home from college. I'm going away. Why not? She did it to I mean, you all this time. Yeah, yeah. She, I paid. I paid for her to go away. Uh, well, you know, tuition. No, I'm. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to. No. So I, I said, I told her. I said, listen, there's one night you're going to go out with your friends, whatever. Right. And I, I may go out. Now, I may go out for a day. Did you set up some quality time with your daughter as she comes home? Yeah, we're going to have dinner one night. Like okay. just, just. So, uh, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go uh, one night just with her. Dinner where? Two of us. Oh, you guys going to go out? Yeah. She wants a steak dinner. I'm taking for a steak dinner. Well, I mean, there's family oh. stuff, but I, I haven't seen her. I want to spend some time. I so she said, well, one night we'll at least one person's buying you uh, a steak she's not dinner. Buying me, I'm buying her. I know, but at least one person's getting a free steak dinner here, and that's her. Yeah. Well, my you. favorite thing last night, by the way, Scary calls me last night. It's Thursday night, <laughs> and he says, you know, he had some he had some stressful things, and he had some scheduling problems, and we couldn't we couldn't record Thursday. Originally, we were going to you know we we record Wednesday, right? We couldn't record Wednesday because Scary had an appearance, which we'll talk about later. I definitely want to talk about that. So we moved it to Thursday, and then Thursday, Scary calls me and says, "Dude, I'm not, uh, I can't, I can't, I just, I'm, I have all these things." And I said, oh, "That's fine. We'll do it Friday. We want to do it Friday afternoon." No, I'm going out. I'm, I have a thing. I'm doing something with the Brooklyn Boys. So I said, we, we are the Brooklyn Boys. What are you talking about? And then Scary reminded me, the harsh slap in the face, that when he says the Brooklyn Boys, he means his friends that he grew up with in Brooklyn. Well, because they, you know, they were here first. Yes, as you know, Scary and I grew up in the same neighborhood, but not at the same time. We didn't know each time. other prior to 20 right. years ago. Right, we were a few years, years apart in age, and we were, I don't know. Uh, we didn't know each other back then. We're about 10 blocks apart in a very big neighborhood. In our, in our neighborhood of Bensonhurst, Brooklyn, yeah, two blocks is a city. So I know these guys five, since I was 12. In fact, one guy I know since I was six. We were in the same uh, kindergarten together right through. Uh, so we, I mean, this, this longstanding right. history goes. But when you first said yeah. Brooklyn Boys, I was like, what? Well, uh, those are, you, those you are, yeah. you're Brooklyn Boys, right. They're from Brooklyn. And so he says, oh, we're going out for a dinner at such and such restaurant. I said, okay, great. He goes, yeah, Ronnie's going to be there. I was like, oh, great. Yeah, Ball Freak. Ball Freak. And then he says, oh, and Mike and Tony and Vinny and, and Gino. And he's going on the list. I go, hey, listen, 
unless my name's on that list, I, I don't really care who's going with you. That's yeah. that's a that's a you thing. Well, no, the I, reason no why I the reason why I wanted to tell you the list was to make you less less wanting to come along with us because it sounded to me at first you were like, oh, you guys going out for a steak dinner? Oh, you going to steakhouse? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. All right. Oh, and Bolt Freak's going to be there? Oh, yeah. oh yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, and then right. I then, then I had to throw up. It started... was fine. When you got to like uh, Little Pete, Big Pete, that was fine. But then when you got to guy I met at 7-Eleven named Joe, I thought that was a bit much to be inviting him and not me. <laughs> what I'm trying so to hope, say I was I was trying to paint Joe the picture of this group of people I'm going out to dinner with, including right, Bald Freak, you don't right. know them all. You don't know any of them except for right. me and, and Bald Freak. The only way I would ever get to know them would be to go to dinner. Right, but we have no, eons, myself. eons yeah, no, of old school, oh, like inside go. jokes. I don't want it. Yeah, well, that's right. That was the reason the why. Yeah, right. but that's why I. Uh, right, you wouldn't want to go hang out with me when I go with my my uh, my junior high school reunion people that right. I go out with. Right, which is be there. So that's what you. And they're from Brooklyn. Right, but you open this by saying. That I was going on in a list of people. The reason well, why yeah. I went on and give you the list of people to make you not want to come because like you're well, like, oh, okay, okay, you're right. Listen this is how rude that sounds. No, but because I wanted to illustrate to <laughs> I you, I wanted to make sure you wouldn't want to come. <laughs> I wanted to illustrate to you that that <laughs> this is not your group, right? I wanted no, to paint a nice picture for you, a complete picture. Right. I wanted you to come to your own conclusion that you know what? Yeah. I, I don't want to go with them. It's their it's their no. little click. I mean, technically, there could be a day where you, Ronnie, and I go out to dinner as the uh, Elvis Strand Morning Show Brooklyn Boys. The yes, three of us. Yeah, I don't mind that. That could happen. It and hasn't. Then, you know who's going to invite himself? The Jersey Kid. Now, he's not from Brooklyn. All right. Well, maybe the three of us will go out. We can actually uh, figure that out if you want. Greg T also owes me uh, a part of the steak dinner conversation. So yeah, somehow his got lost. We don't no, talk I, about I his hopeless. anymore. We haven't talked about his in five years. He By owes way, you a he steak is dinner. The most paranoid person ever. Yeah. Can I tell you what happened? So, no. a couple of weeks ago, we were in studio on a Friday. On a Friday. On a Friday, right? And so I texted him and I said, and it was the week before you guys were going to Miami for the big wedding. So I texted him because he's down the hall. I hadn't seen him in a while. I said, hey, T, I'm in studio today. Everybody's here. Why don't you come down and say hello? So he texts back, ha ha, very funny. So I text him back and I said, what are, you, what are you talking about? Come come say hi. We've got food. Come say hi. He says, I know you guys are in Miami. I'm not a dick. Stop it. So I said, we're not Miami. Miami's next week. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. So he didn't come down, <laughs> even though we were there. So I was <laughs> in studio this week, Monday and Tuesday. On Monday, I walked down to his, his radio station down the hall and he wasn't there. And his producer informed me he only comes in Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. He likes to have long weekends. He doesn't come in on Mondays and Fridays. I like that plan. Sign me up for that. Yeah, I bet you're right. Exactly. So she says he'll be in tomorrow. I said, okay, not a problem. Not a problem. So she must have told him that I was there. So he texts me. and He says, hey, man, what's wrong? Nothing's wrong. I I came down to say hi. I don't know. Why are you calling me out of the blue like this? Yeah. So, so I said, I'm going to be in tomorrow. Why don't you come say hi? No, really, what's wrong? What, 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 are you mad at me? I don't have your coat hooks. So I said, I don't think you're mad. You, so he goes, you can come down and check my office. I, I, I don't have them. Check my office. T, the, the coat hook thing was, was like a month ago. I, I don't think you have my coat hooks. Wow. You actually have a coat rack in your office. I, don't, I'm not, I just wanted to say hi. I haven't seen you. Oh, okay. And then he, didn't, then he, wow. then he came down for the food on Tuesday. 
He snuck down with his uh, sweatshirt pulled over his head, like the hood up, and 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 left. So I I texted him. I go get in the studio. So he came in, but it's so difficult to get him to participate. He's so paranoid. He's like, oh, what's wrong? What, what are you doing? Uh, yeah, he's what got some, he's got some drain damage. He's, he <laughs> thinks brain, there's an agenda. Brain like, damage. I, wow, did I? I didn't steal anything. <laughs> yeah. So uh, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. I have a. Friend. We got to get my buddy Brian on the phone at some point. Not 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 toilet Brian. Jet ski Brian, because he is a character. Oh, you mean fall asleep on the toilet, Brian? No, not fall asleep on the toilet, Brian. Jet ski Brian is a character from Brooklyn. He's from Sheepshead Bay, and he is a fucking riot. Yeah, well, we got to talk to him at some point because right. he will bring a lot to this podcast. Um, yeah. So Sheepshead Bay is part of the southern part of Brooklyn near Coney Island. So it's on the water. Big fishing town, so it's all fishing yep. boats and seafood restaurants. In fact, I, I lived and worked in Sheepshead Bay for a period of time. Yeah, he got his so jet ski like- business. He started that in Sheepshead Bay. And then they're also home of the uh, roast beef wars between the Roland Roaster and Brennan uh, and Carr. You're getting, two, very, you're getting very local. I'm very, uh, two, I, sometimes I like to get granular. There's, there's two places in, in that area that are known for their roast beef. Yeah. And, and we, so when I worked at one of them, we used to play the other one in softball. Right. And oh, that's right. You worked at one of them. I worked at Rolling Roast. I was a man, assistant manager. So there was such a rivalry they had to stop having the softball games because we wanted to kill each other. Was it that bad? Because inevitably, like, we're like, yeah, well, you know, you're up by a run, but your roast beef sucks. And it would just get ugly. Wow. And they're, I, they're not the same thing. Like, one's a sit down, and one's yeah. a fast food place that happens to have some tables. But there's a rivalry there. Then yeah, there's they can, definitely a rivalry. But they can coexist. The town is big enough for two roast beef joints. Please. Yeah, but God help anybody who opens up a third. You know, thirds don't work normally. Usually it's, it's one, one and two. Right. Immutable laws of marketing that are, yeah. I think we talked about. Yeah, this we did. We did. You can't be third. If Nobody you go buys third, Coke then, and Pepsi. Right. So if you want to be Sprite, you've got to create a new ladder and be first on that one and be right. the uncle. Seven Up was technically the first. Seven Up. Sprite's the second. Seven Up Mount, and Sprite. Mountain Dew, Mellow Yellow. Mellow Yellow's not like a thing. No. He's got Sprite and Seven Up. Why would you go to Mellow Yellow unless you it's wouldn't. on sale? You wouldn't. Unless no. it's on sale. But we've talked you know. a lot about this uh, at this, yes, on this podcast. I feel like I should go into marketing. If I if I ever leave radio, <laughs> yeah, if I this, might do the marketing thing. This thing, this this gig doesn't work out for you. One of my junior high school friends, uh, his name is Ian. He's huge in the um, marketing and advertising world. Right. Uh, he's like he's president of companies. Every time he leaves a job, he gets a job as a president of a yeah. company. Big big success. He's a very successful, bright guy. I'm. I've known him for my, you know, since junior high school, since seventh grade, and I always make jokes with him. Like, uh, I'll send him like ideas for a, a product or something, and he'll say, "Oh, I'm working on this big ad for such and such," and I'll throw in, I'll send him some stuff. I always want to make sure I keep my foot in the door in the creative marketing world. Oh yeah, just in case the creative radio world ends up, you know, ending someday. Yeah, you, you never listen. You never know when you want to, you know, you want to have connections, right? Oh, what's uh. You know, because listen, I'm creative. I would, I would, I would go. I would stay in radio, obviously, or I would go into television if this gig dries up. Yeah, because I, I like writing comedy, but I could do advertising and marketing because I, I've come up with slogans and marketing campaigns previously for other things that have worked. Um, in fact, I came up with a whole marketing campaign for NCL Norwegian Cruise Line that they loved. They haven't used it yet, but they loved. But it. But they love it. Wow. Yeah, and I recently wrote a uh, political commercial that I'm never going to tell you about. Okay, just going to tell you I did it. And nice. It became very popular. Anyway, a company produced it for me, and they took credit, and that was fine. Anyway, 
So uh, what would you fall back on? If not the radio industry, what would you do? That's a big problem for me right now. I don't have a plan B. And, and I know you and don't. that's why you asked me. I know you don't. The truth I, is, I, right, I live and breathe in radio. And maybe I'll be a consultant for radio, but who knows? I, I, I remember when I first started. So I was probably working at the radio station for six, eight months, maybe up to a year. And I was so goofy excited every time I got a song parody produced or a spoof commercial or a jingle. I would I would get copies of everything. I would I would put I would put stuff on cassettes and then digital tapes and burn CDs, mm-hmm. and I would say to Skiri, "Hey man, uh, what do you have on your demo? I don't have a demo. I don't, dude. You should put together a demo. I haven't had and a resume so for, since I got my job in for, college. For twenty three years, I've repeatedly said to Skiri, you know, you should, that you should put that on your demo. Put that on the demo. demo. What if what if this morning show ends and you need to find a job? What if what if iHeart doesn't let you back in the building? And I, 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 the I, I, I can't think about these things. I can't think about these things, Brody. I know, but you have to. I know. I guess. Well, I have this podcast. I have yeah, these I, memories. I have these memories I, with you. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Speaking yeah. of our podcast, well, hold on a second, us. Brody. What, Brody? Hey, big news. What? Okay. Well, tease it. A little tickle, tickle it. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm tickling with I the have, f- fucking tail some, feather. I'm very proud with your very feather. Proud <laughs> of some some news involving our podcast, which I'll tell you right after this. <laughs> it's the Brooklyn Boys Podcast. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats 
even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash iHeart. That's lifelock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Jesus. You don't I was, stop. I was in the you don't stop. Of teasing it. I do stop. I, that clock. was my wind up. I was teasing it. iHeart's put us on a clock. We, we were supposed to break four minutes ago. I'm just telling yeah. you. Yeah, Jesus. Well, you know, I, Listen, uh, <laughs> speaking of iHeart, we got an email. Well, I sent out an email to the to a corporate uh-huh. big shot, mm-hmm. a big shot in the iHeart podcasting world. And I said, hey, how come we're running commercials for other podcasts on our podcast? And a lot of them aren't employees of iHeartRadio. I think you should be running our promos on other people's podcasts. Down with OPP? Right. Other people's podcasts, and so that was before the pandemic, right? And so during the pan- when the pandemic hit, he said, "Yeah, hey, we're putting a hold on some stuff, and we got to rig out, rejigger some things, and figure some blah, blah blah." So when the pandemic, you know, it's you know, it's winding down. I'm not going to say it's over, but it, we're, people are getting back to normal. I emailed him. I said, "Hey, remember we talked about that?" Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, he said, "Well, if you got promos, get them to me." So we put together some promos, nice, and we sent them. Yep, and they're going to be on. As of next week, yep. the week of Thanksgiving, they start and you're running gonna... on national podcasts around the country. That's what we're talking about. Let's so get the Brooklyn. So if you listen to other podcasts and hear one of our commercials, yes. please let us know. Let us know. Let us know if you if you find it, if you hear it. Um, we're going global, Jerry. Yeah, baby. So I'm actually excited because um, I'm doing Thanksgiving at my brother's house this year. I don't know what you're doing for Thanksgiving, Brody. Um, I'm going to your mom's house. Oh, perfect. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's not going to be anybody there because my mom will be at my brother's house with me. That's why I'm going. Per- you're just going to uh, just break in? Break in, get all the pictures of it, young Scary as, as a little boy? This is going to be an interesting one, and I'll, and I'll tell you why. Go ahead. Because I've, for my entire life, I was we always did Thanksgiving. That was the one holiday we always did at my parents' house in Brooklyn. So I've gotten so comfortable over the years that I would, you know, you know, overeat and then just you? Yeah, always. And then fall asleep on the on the lazy boy and maybe watch watch the Cowboys game or whatever. Whatever it was, I, I would but but the point is I would get my sleeping in and I would sleep and I would be so good. And they'd wake me up when it was dessert time. So between dinner and dessert. Now that I'm going to my brother's house with my, my sister in law, I gotta be on my best behavior because her family is from Kentucky. From the South, and they were all coming up. Your brother married a Kentucky girl. Well, her family is Southern. No, she was born in New Jersey. But, oh, okay. But and and her, but her, her mom's side of the family is uh, from the South, and so, nothing wrong with that, by the way. I only no, nothing wrong it with it. But 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 point is, Brooklyn and Kentucky are not similar. So she's got all. You of might her, think they were, but they're not. <laughs> the only thing we have there is Kentucky Fried Chicken in Brooklyn. Yeah, exactly. And so they're from the South. Uh, her fa- her mother's side of the family, and they're all going to be visiting, which is great. Because, but at the same time, I'm not going to be able to do my after dinner rituals 
Because first of all, I'll be in my in foreign soil, which is my brother's house in New Jersey. Well, normally you ha- you do have an appearance. You go and get paid. Well, to that was the somewhere. other. That was the other thing. Usually, I I do that. You know that that event that I that takes me to Macy's. Then we're not doing that this year. That's off the table. But That's beyond terrible. beyond that was, big, that was your big night. But beyond that, right? I'm now going to be amongst people I don't know. So I have to be on on my shit. Right? I have to be like. Talkative, engaging. I've got to actually do some Don't work. Don't say the offensive about Southerners. No, I would never do that. It's not about that. But it's more about I just can't check out. I can't go lay on a sofa like a big oaf. I can't like pay attention to the game and not the people. Like, I have to get to know some of the people in the room. It would be rude if I didn't. And not only that, I'm also going to be eating different foods because they bring different side dishes to the table. So I think a turkey accompanying the turkey is going to be a honey honey baked ham, and then beyond that, we're having like these southern dishes, which I don't know what they are yet. I'll, I'll report back to you know. Hello. Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> you okay, bro? I'm I'll listening re- to you. I said southern dishes. I think you're what falling was- asleep and you're lazy, boy. <laughs> I'm like, where'd you go, my I'm partner? Here listening to you talk about your dinner. No, no, I, 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 I you know, my 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 larger point here is. Um, I don't know what I'm going to do to, A, stay awake, B, not be embarrassing and, you know, blow up a bathroom or something, you know, or, or C, I, I, it's just, I like to be in the comfort of my own right. home. You like to be I like to dress Brooklyn. down. You like to be casual. Thanksgiving's the holiday for me where I could just let it all hang out. Oh, wait a minute. Are you supplying the uh, Williams-Sonoma pre-brine turkey? I am. I am. To your brother's house. Yes. It's, it's, it, that will be accompanied by the honey-baked ham and what other these these southern dishes? Oh, now what if these Kentuckians are the type that like a pre-shot turkey? Well, that's a great question. I don't know if they do or not. I don't know. I, I'm going to have to learn the all new traditions and things that they may do at the table. You know, plus so so it's just going to be a different Thanksgiving. I'm looking forward to it, but this is like me, you know, being out in public. I have to dress up for this. I have to shave. I don't. You know, usually I like to wear a crappy T-shirt with a hole in it. Right, some stains. jeans that are just my, my, you know, my comfy jeans where you, shirts the, that don't fit. I've fa- seen you. You know the deal. <laughs> so this is a, it's going to be an interesting <laughs> one. And and my my nephew Jack is turning two. It's his birthday on Thanksgiving. So uh, we're gonna I gotta buy a you know show up with a present, bring him an Elmo cake, you know, that kind of thing. So what are you doing for Thanksgiving? By the way, I just Googled Kentucky Thanksgiving, and apparently, what do they eat? Kentuckians eat turkey with their hands only. That's, All right, that's a, weird to me. That's a joke. No. No, I just Googled it. Well, dude, I, I mean, you should see I, uh, what I do to the bird. I'm, uh, I assault the friggin' bird when I'm done cutting it. When I'm carving it, I carve because I carve the turkey in my house. Oh, yeah. I don't, by the way, I don't even know if I'm going to be doing that this year. I don't know if well, I have carving. the man of the house? Isn't he the carver? Yeah, I don't think I'm going to be carving the turkey. And not to imply that your sister-in-law can't carve the turkey because she's a woman. I'm saying, but he's, it's his house. It's uh, their house, but he's he's hosting it, right? So yeah, so I, I may be off the hook on that, too. But well, she's when, not making the turkey, right? See, or that's another her- tradition I have. When I'm in the kitchen, I'm carving the turkey. After I'm done, you know how you have the bird there, and there's some meat left over, and there's yeah, meat. Yeah, you pick at it. You pick, I pick you it. you lick your fingers. Oh, my God, it's so good. I I, I, I rip part of the, you know, the, the part closest to the breast off of the undercarriage by the dark meat, by the thigh. But what's left underneath? We're talking about turkey, right? We're talking turkey. Okay. 
I love doing that. To me, that's the most flavorful and best part of the turkey. Well, do you put stuffing in the turkey? No, we don't do that. Oh, you're insane. Oh, that's disgusting. That's Salmonella City. Oh, you cook it long enough, it's great. And then no. you get that turkey juice stuffing inside in the rib cage, no. and you pull it out with your fingers, and you're like, oh, that shit's oh, so dirty good. in there. I'm not, what? You, you shove stuffing into the cavity of the. It's called stuffing because you stuff it in. What the hell's I w- wrong with you? Listen, I think we're 50 50 on this. I know a lot of slices do that, but that's not me and my family. We don't do that. We stuff the turkey cavity with sweet smelling things, with apples, oranges, and do you uh, eat them? rosemary, cel- you eat them? celery. No, onion, celery. Oh, why we do I want shove onions other- and celery in my turkey? We shove things in there that, that will make it smell nice and a little aromatic, a little a, fragrant. I'm not looking for a, a, a Bath and Body Works turkey. I don't care what it smells like. You light a candle inside of it. No. Holy shit. It's not a no. fucking jack-o'-lantern. And then by... No, 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 no. You got it you, all you, wrong. You throw potpourri in there? What the hell's wrong with you? And then you you put... You take this cheesecloth, but you put... Oh, you take the skin and you put butter under the skin. You And then you put a cheesecloth cloth over that. There's a whole way to keep it nice and jo- what a juicy. a demoralizing thing, this poor turkey. No, juicy and moist turkeys. That's what we serve. And now you... On the other hand, with yeah. your stuffing, half yeah. of it's going to be burnt, half nope. of it's going to be... Nope, not at all. Like all the juices from the all. turkey... The outside gets crispy, and the inside gets moist. It's mush. fantastic. No, not mush. Juicy. I just... Saturated. There's something about... Oh, fantastic. The the, the stuffing that went inside the bird. That's just not my thing. I don't know. But just, whatever. I've seen the way you eat. That's where you draw the line? <laughs> I, you, you, I mean, you, 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 I, there's not a food that's come up to the radio station. You haven't gone, I'll have some of that. And, and you won't eat stuffing in the turkey. The, 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 our generations upon generations of Americans have been putting stuffing in the turkey, but you're going to be different. You're going to change Yeah, but the way for America as many people not. that do that, there are a lot of people that do it my way. And that, that is sure, you stuffing outside the bird. tradition. I get that. I'm a traditionalist. I want stuffing. I don't want. I'm not a. I'm not a corned beef with peppers and onions and all kinds. I give me bread stuffing. That's it. Stuffing. Bread stuffing. Stuffing. Okay. That's it. I don't want. I you don't, don't want, want co- sausage in your stuffing. Ingri- well, maybe. Ah, there you go. See, maybe, I, mean, I give you so- I like sausage. Sausage. I'll tell you what. Ground beef. You. you don't want ground beef in your stuffing. I'll tell you what I am doing uh, for Thanksgiving for me personally. Now every year for Thanksgiving for the radio show. Our friends at Carmine's and Virgil's, not a sponsor, send up food for us. Yep. They usually do like a special Thanksgiving catering. Yeah. And Carmine's does a traditional, they do turkey and sweet potatoes and cornbread right. stuffing and and, um, and sausage stuffing. And there's like eight things you can like, you can get a pre-course, like a pre, pre-made meal, take it home or eat it there. And then Virgil's Barbecue, which is up the block, they do a smoked turkey. So yeah. the same sides but a smoked turkey, which I like on occasion, but I think I prefer the non-smoked for Thanksgiving, if I'm, I'm thinking traditional. You want to smoke Whatever a turkey? Sense. Exactly. So because we're not doing it in studio, I called our buddy Glenn up, and I said, he- hey, Glenn, can I buy a little dinner for two action of the stuff I like? Like, no, I don't need the full, I don't want, I don't want string bean casserole. I don't want uh, Brussels sprouts with bacon. I don't, uh, whatever that is, I don't care. I said, can I just get like the stuff I like? The Dave Brody stuff. You can imagine what the David Brody stuff is. Oh, we know what is. that is. The sweet potatoes, the it's mashed well potatoes, defined. the stuffing. The, 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 you know, the non-green stuff. Yeah. He said, absolutely. So I'm going in Tuesday to the city, I think, to pick up my 
specially prepared wow. David Brody Thanksgiving meal Ugh. that I will eat Wednesday pre-Thanksgiving. How about that? Well, you're that? not going to share that with anybody? I got it for two if anybody in my family wants it. My wife doesn't eat turkey. Not a fan of the turkey. My kids aren't either. Okay. They would rather have steak. They're big steak fans. <laughs> okay. So All right. on, uh, for Thanksgiving, we've made turkey. Right. And then we'll make steak. We'll make, I heard, you know, some, some, uh, some people shank steak or make something. deer. Can you imagine yeah, that? Having venison on that. Thanksgiving? Uh, listen, you do what you want. I'm not, I'm not judging. There are some places in the Midwest people do it. There's probably places more in the South that do it. Or, you know, it's, it's not a New York City thing, but it's definitely an American thing. You know, yeah. you eat what you eat. You eat whatever's around. If you live in a deer-populated area, you know, the deer ends up on the table. What are you going to do? Now, on my area, we have deer roaming around, and we have turkey. What I don't understand, I, I live in a, in a popular, populated town in New Jersey. It's not like I live in the sticks. But yeah. every, every year, yeah. and, and I, I don't know if they're running away from somebody yeah. or they escaped. Yeah. But every year around Thanksgiving, I feel like we're by the campfire. Gather around, kids. There's a pack of turkeys that walks down the street. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's to say, come and get us, you bitches. Or look at us. We're not in the supermarket. Uh, do you but, think that they're grandstanding? Yeah, they're hot dogging. Yeah, because I don't think you're allowed to shoot turkeys in my in my my, my well, part of New Jersey. I don't. Think you you, you know the Staten Island area of which of New oh, York City. A couple of years ago, they are infested. Problem. No, there is today too. I see people posting video currently. Yeah, on Instagram, a, there's a lot there's of turkeys. A horde of turkeys in Staten Island. But the problem is those you don't you know listen, you are what you eat. You really want to you want to. Shoot a wild turkey from Staten Island, and it's, you know it's been walking around, pecking at the fucking disgusting garbage and muck all over the floors, and serve that for Thanksgiving. Do you, I would do you eat lobster. Yeah. Do you know what they eat? So move on. They're bottom feeders. They eat the bottom of the right. ocean. Right, which is right, which is one of the reasons why it's not kosher. Jewish people uh, thousands yeah. of years ago decided that was bad. Don't eat the bottom feeders. But. With turkeys, I don't know. For some reason, it just seems more disgusting. But what a deer! You, I mean, while you shoot deer, hunters don't hunt deer from like a farm. They don't. They don't go to like a petting zoo and shoot deer. Right, but you eat, you eat wild deer. They eat. What are they eating? They eating grass and other animals poop. But I just feel like the turkeys on Staten uh, Island way, are I, just pecking you know, around eating garbage. If, if deer don't eat poop and they're vegetarians, that you don't tell me that. This they're. Thing. I think I'm they're herbivores. Know. They only are eat. They? Yeah, I, I believe so. I don't know. But but turkeys are doing the same thing. But they're pecking it like really gross things and you know so i wouldn't i wouldn't chance it a, a jersey well, turkey a jersey rather, turkey or would you rather eat a staten island turkey or stuffing from inside the bird stuffing from inside the bird i win thank you the brooklyn boys podcast we will be right back Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity. For yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Did I tell you about the email that one of our top sales guys sent out? He Mm -hmm. phrased it wrong and got everyone excited. So you tell me... Based on, I'm, I'm reading this now, right? I'm, re, I'm going to read word for word what he wrote. And you tell me who will, how many people have access to tickets to this Broadway show. Ready? For, the, for their big reopening, they have offered up two pairs for everyone on the show that would like to go. Uh, oh, oh, that means anybody who wants to go gets two pairs. Right. So wait, I wait, wait, back, read I'll, that I'll again. Read that again. For the reopening... They have offered up two pairs for anyone on the show that would like to go. Yeah, that means that means if you want to go, anyone you on the got, show can here's have two. two pairs. I, you can have four tickets right now. That's right, four tickets for everybody. So I wrote back, I'll I'll take a, I'll take two pair, and he wrote back, they're already gone. Well, how can they be gone? You just have everybody on the show. He says, no, uh, Danielle took the two pair. What do you mean the two pair? So what he meant was. They've offered up a total of two pair. And anyone on the show can try to claim them. <laughs> That's poorly worded. Who wrote that? Well, you, you know, one of our sales guys. You know. Oh, yeah. Top guy. He wrote it or did somebody else write no, it? No, he wrote it. It was from his email. Address. He probably did it really fast. He, yeah, he didn't, mean, he didn't mean any harm. But I was like, what are you talking about? You wrote, they have offered up two pair for anyone. Oh, my God. But he meant two pair oh. for anyone who wants it. So I didn't feel I had a rush. I was like, oh, I'll, I'll, I'm going I'm to take a shower, get some lunch, and then I'll email him. Yeah. I was like, yeah, all right, count me in. So this massive Broadway show, to honor <laughs> their massive reopening on Broadway. That's terrible. Contacts the biggest morning show, one of them in New York, right? And says, <laughs> you know, you have 11 people on the show. How would you like four tickets? <laughs> now, the whole point of sending radio people to your show is so that they'll do social media, they'll talk about it on the radio. Of course. 
right? Don't you want as many people to go as possible? Of, At of least course. you want like six pair. Yeah. Five pair. Now, look, it's very nice of them to provide a pair. The theaters aren't huge. I get that. But the wording, I was all excited. Like, hey, we're all going to go. This is great. That's no. fantastic. No. No. So, um, no. You're not going. You thought that you were is, going. That, is, uh, that would get my hopes up. Now, I got excited. I was about to say, now you're gonna try and call a pro, pull some Brody bullshit on him and be like, ah, no, read that's what that what it says. Yeah, now you owe me free dessert. No, you owe me free I dessert. I can't do that for the not yeah, to the radio station. Hey, I talked up last week about the button, my Calvin Klein button on my jeans. Yes, on my Gap jeans, and I wore right. them to work, and I showed. Yeah, and Elvis. you made a very, very poor analogy too. Well, about your floor mats, yeah, yeah, right, because you're talking about a you know a, a hundred dollar yeah, yeah. item versus a, a fucking ten cents. Yeah, I I get that, I get that. So uh, I did want to give uh, a shout out to someone who wrote. Um, let me see if I could find his tw- his Twitter. So uh, I I went into um, to work wearing those jeans. I finally put them on, and I mm-hmm. said, you know what, I'm gonna wear them. What the hell? I'll see if uh, you know Elvis maybe wants to make a topic out of it. He did not. He said, Brody, you're weird. He didn't want to do a topic out of it. However, uh, Amber Nichols at Night Mero, M-A-R-O, tweeted at me and you and said, I wouldn't ever be able to wear those Gap jeans with the Calvin Klein button again. Heck, I can't even wear my Victoria's Secret underwear with my pink bra, and they're literally the same brand. Meaning Pink meaning they're, they're sub-label pink. Right. Just separate divisions. I can't do it. That scary Jones is neurotic. So uh, Amber out neurotic to me. But she uh, really I did, did. want Did I mention to you about where my my jeans were on the big rack? Did I talk about that? No, you didn't. Where were they? Okay. So you know that every dry cleaner, almost every dry cleaner has them. It's that big conveyor belt thing where they hang them in numerical order. So you, you they they break them down by tens, and then they put yours in like two hundred and eleven would be in the 210 slot in the first one, right? So they can so they can easily find everything. Yes. So they push the button and it goes around, and it goes up a little higher, and then around and then down. Have you ever, ever walked in to a dry cleaners and your clothing was right there? Never. 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 No. It was it's always like in the back. So you have to wait for the thing to do right. a full circular and, and motion. You stand in there and it's going. <laughs> yep. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, they're all numbered, right? So I give the guy my, and we've all done this. We've all done this. I give the guy my ticket. It has the number on it. He sees it's jeans and uh, what else did I give him? I gave him a pair of jeans. I don't know. Let's just say it was, a, it was a shirt to dry clean. Okay. It was jeans and a shirt. I don't remember what the other item was, but let's say it was. So he knows it's jeans and a, and a, and a, and a shirt. Okay. As it's coming, I see it coming. I say to him, there it is. Do you think he fucking needs me to tell him where it is? Probably not. <laughs> he is a he doesn't. He's got he's a dry cleaner. Right, yeah. And the clothing is in numerical order. Yeah. But for some reason, and we've you, all done it. You did it, and then you felt foolish for telling him that, right? Because right. It, uh, he probably gets that all the time. All the time. And he probably like, rolls, his, he's eye rolling in his head like, okay, another one right. of these idiots. Now, forgive me, I don't remember what comedian it was. So if you remember that you want to tweet me, that's fine. But it was last week. And it, re- it reminded me of the incident at the dry cleaners. He was talking about going to Chipotle and saying, "When we all do this too. We go to Chipotle and we point at the thing we want. Yeah. 
I'll have that of the corn and you point to it as if the guy doesn't know where the corn is. Right. He knows where the corn is. Yeah. You're like, oh, I'll have the, the pork and you point to it. Yeah. I'll have the cheese. You point to it. Yeah, pretty much. Right. So I, I, I don't, I, next time you go into dry cleaners, don't tell him. Like, oh, there's my coat. I see there's, it. There it is. There, there it is. is. No. He knows where he it knows, is. Yeah. He's going to stop on the 210s and get your, <laughs> and get it. Even, even if he's off by a little, he can narrow it down to 10. They're all labeled. Right. So I just felt like I could see the look. He sort of, I, he didn't look at me. He turned away and looked towards the back of the place. That's how he made his face. Mm. I know that. We used to do that at Starbucks. When I, when I was a, a manager at Starbucks, I would actually train my staff. You know they have the counter. It's like waist high Yeah. when you go there. So back in the day when I worked at Starbucks, not only did we have the counter where you take the drink order, the register, and the counter where you put your, 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 your order up, but we used to have a long counter where all the beans were in drawers and you would choose which of the 30 types of beans from around the world you wanted and you would buy a quarter pound, a half pound, a full pound and you would tell us what type of um, machine you had and how you wanted it ground. A drip, a French press, a percolator. And so... It's time for were, the percolator. Time for the percolator. So well, they don't do that anymore. You, they, it's pre-bagged, right? You don't, mm-hmm. you don't get to pick out one of 30 coffees. From, no. Right? But if people were stupid, and they often were, especially back in the uh, early 90s when people didn't understand Starbucks, because I worked there when it was new to New York, I would, I would tell people, like, there were drawers at your, like, your thigh level. Bend down to get stuff out of the drawers and make all the faces you want. But when you pop back up, make sure you have a smile on your face. And so I would constantly see my employees bending down, opening drawers, tying their shoelaces, <laughs> and making faces like, motherfucker! And then, oh, okay, let's, let's explain the French press again. Yeah. Because you, you couldn't make like a sourpuss face. No, and I think I think the dry cleaning guy did the same thing to me. I think he turned around as if he was looking in the back <laughs> so he could make the face like this fucking guy thinks I can't find his fucking jeans on a conveyor belt that's numbered. Mm. So, so, I, I, so this is where you go, dude, be careful. He could spit in your jeans. Well, he, <laughs> I don't think he could do anything to them. No, um, not, not that no, point because I've no, seen it. Yeah. No. Hey, uh, we were talking earlier about the fact that you made a surprise. Well, we didn't say what you did, but I, I was doing an oh, appearance an the other appearance. night. And I thought it was really cool. I wanted to point out the slices. I did this on the big show, but I'm going to give you accolades right now. David Brody, not being paid for his appearance. at No, uh, as I've at, often done before, no. I've shown up. But you, you just, Brody just shows up to Calandra's where we're, because we're, we're, we were giving out Jingle Ball tickets. We had a, a nice captive audience. Shout out to Shady Jew Mobster and his entire family. Yes. They Shady were there. Jew uh, came out to, to support. He was wearing his old Brooklyn Boy Brooklyn shirt, Boy shirt with the, the original six color logo with the, the circle, the round one. Yeah. And then and so uh, Scary said he was going to be there from six to eight. Now, yeah. on, on Wednesday, I originally was going to record my Walkers and Talkers podcast yeah. at uh, 7 o'clock. But it, I, I, we bumped it uh, a little bit later. We bumped yeah. it to 7.30. So you put on some pants and you drove down the road and you come, came to hang out with me. Well, I didn't drive down the road. It's, it's 15 minutes away, but I, okay. I drove. Well, you, well, you did. Well, the point is you, you made the effort. Whether I made the effort because I was already out. I was out. Uh, I dropped my daughter off somewhere and I was rushing home to do the podcast. And my co-host said, you know what? Can we back it up uh, until 7.30? And I said, yeah, not a problem. So then I thought to myself, 
I'll go stop popping on Scary. So I walk in, and there, this place, Calandra's, has multiple locations. But this particular one, not a sponsor of mine, but I've eaten dinner there many times. They have a, a full-blown bakery set. So it's a law. It's like a, it looks like a strip mall on its own. It's a giant location. Yeah. And they have a, it's, so you go in, and so to the right is a giant bakery. Then they have prepared foods. On the left is a giant dining room. And in the middle right. is a smaller bar type room with dinner tables. You can eat in there. There's TVs and a bar. And it's a little more intimate, a little more casual, rather. It's, it's enclosed. And so Scary was hosting this event where you could win Jingle Ball tickets. So when I walked in, he was at the bar talking to a couple. And I walked up next to him, and I just stood there. Yeah. And he's you know, it was going great. on. It was a good time. I, I, was, I was shocked that you walked. I turned around, and there you so were. So he makes a left. He looks to the left and sees me. He goes, oh, hey. Goes back to talking to the people, and then does a double take. What? 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 Ghost. So he's very surprised to see me. So I, yeah. I said, "Oh, Shady Jew Mobster is here." So, yeah. Uh, so yeah. So we. So, it was, so, it was I, good. so I walked up. He's got his back to me. He's eating dinner, and I, I slapped him in the back of the head. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, he, and he got up. He, I figured he's not going to get upset with me. So I, he got. He goes, "Oh my God, Brody's here." So yeah, we had a nice time. We had a nice time meeting him and his family. Although I have a, I have, I have to call somebody out. I do. Tell me, tell me how you'd feel about this, Scary. I met his lovely wife Meredith, and his little boy. And she says, "Oh, we've been listening to your show for 20, 25 years. We love you guys. You know, we, we listened since you guys started. Oh, we're big fans and very nice." At no point did she say she was a fan of the Brooklyn Boys, but she said she loved the radio show and she loved yeah. us, which is which is fine. He's well, a super fan. Shady Jew is a super fan. Let me then. But here's the problem. Yeah. Here's the problem. So we took pictures with the family. Uh huh. Very lovely family. It was a pleasure meeting them. It was. No, 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 nothing bad to say about them. And they, they put the picture up and they tagged me. And his wife commented, so great to meet you guys. And I clicked on her profile. And guess what? But She does not follow me on Instagram. Oh, no. Well, I, I'm very hurt. She's maybe a Brooklyn. She's maybe a fan of the big show, but not a fan of the Brooklyn boys. Now, that's exactly what I wanted to point out. So what the people at Calandra's didn't know was that I showed up with a trunk full of Brooklyn Boys merchandise. I have, I had sweatshirts of the pizza slice, the, you know, the slice for life. Um, yeah, of course. I, I, I have sweatshirts Do from I the, know which one it is. you know, from our items from our merch store. I had, I had the, the brand podcast. new, I had ornaments. I had Christmas ornaments with me. I had, I had Brooklyn Boys beanies, the, the new items. So I left them in my trunk. Because I was about to bring them out with me. Then I'm like, wait a second. Let me just leave them in my trunk. Let me see what kind of crowd this is. And obviously they wanted to win Jingle Ball tickets for Z100 New York, the radio station that I was representing. Right. And I'm, of course, I do my shtick and, you know, whatever. And we we're talking. You got on the I was mic. Talking, I got on the yeah. MIC. Right. And at one point during the night, there was a bit of a lull. And I'm like, this is the time that I'm going to unleash. I'm going to go back to my car and unleash the Brooklyn Boys merch. But let's just see. So I said, hey, out there, you know, who, who, here, who here listens to the Brooklyn Boys? Dead silence. <laughs> well, actually, Shady Jew was like, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, uh, no Brooklyn Boys podcast fans out there? And, and it was, again, it was a little weird. And I'm like, I heard a couple of, you know, usually, because I was like, you know, make some noise. And one guy, I, like, I, I heard a, over here. I, I heard a woohoo. No, no, I, <laughs> I heard one woohoo. And I heard a, yeah. I'm like, you know. And then I, I sat there and I'm like, oh, oh well, when that happened, and, and, did, well, did, it, did Meredith yell out anything? No. 
Okay. She, in fact, Meredith was in the majority. <laughs> the people who did not say a word. Yes. So in my mind, I'm thinking like, okay, I'm guess uh, not gonna walk over to my car and get the fucking Brooklyn Boys merch out because I was about to be like, <laughs> if I would have gotten the response I was anticipating, right? I was gonna, and they don't know this. Nobody knows this until right now. I'm letting the slices know. I was about to just literally, Brody, I had a shit ton of stuff I was going to give away. I had one-of-a-kind things that aren't even the merch store. You know, some of the test item stuff yeah. that we got. I was ready to fucking blow it all out. And I'm like, okay. I got nobody you, here. You, you, you realize the stuff that you have in your car, I paid for half of it, right? Uh, well, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. You, you don't get to throw out our merchandise at your appearance. Yeah, I get to do that. You well, anyway, love for well, it. Well, 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 the larger point here, again, yeah. once again, another larger point right. moment. Uh, yeah, Brody. Uh, well, I didn't know that. So when, when, I didn't when tell I you. For, well, then I said, David Brody. So when I was there for like 15 minutes, we took pictures and everything. Well, I thought that was going to be a good time to do it. Mic, and he goes, oh, I got a special surprise. <laughs> My co-host, David Brody from the Brooklyn Boys is here. And I, we hear the same thing, like, yeah. Woo-hoo. And then and, and then a shady Jew mobster jumps up. Like, Yeah. Right. Right. By so the way, I know his I know his real name now, and I yeah. I still can't so, think of him. That needless way. to say, yeah. Uh, but I'll say it anyway. Um, did not give away any Brooklyn Boys merch. Uh, that f- went over like a, a lead balloon. So yeah, maybe at a future appearance where there's a lot of slices, a high concentration of slices, maybe I will whip out the Brooklyn Boys merch that I left in my trunk. It's still there to this day. All right. Uh, all right. Yeah. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu.
Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Skid, do you remember a few episodes ago I talked about talk shows and game shows, the people that yell out from the audience what they think you should do? Yeah, do this. Box five, box five. Like it matters. Right. Like, right. Well, so, Price is right. They do, do that all the time. The audience is screaming. They all yell out prices. One dollar, one dollar. Right. You know what? Why don't you win and come on down and you get to yell out? But it's the people that like, they have to count the money. 300, 400, 500. Okay, that's fine. They probably tell them to do that. But yeah. Jimmy Fallon often plays games that involve numbers. They do charades, right? We have to like pick a number off like this tower of numbers. And, and like you pick number seven, then he'll read clue seven for charades. So Jimmy will always go, well, what number should I pick? And the audience yells out numbers. I st- again, I still haven't figured out why anyone would care. What not, like it doesn't mean anything. They're just numbers, right? That you have no idea which ones are good clues. You're yeah. just yelling out numbers. You're just okay. yelling out something random. So he, and, and so he plays a game called Lie to Me. There's these giant boxes on uh, like a, a rack. Like, it's three on the top, three in the middle. It's like, no, I think there's nine, ten boxes, whatever it is. And the you and the cele- he and the celebrity sit on opposite sides of a table with a, a wall between them with a cutout so they can only see their faces. They can't see the other person's table. And they pick a box at random, and they, they open it up, and there's usually some crazy thing in the box. And you have to describe it to the other person or lie and describe something that isn't in the box, and they have to decide if they think you're telling the truth or lying. Taylor Swift was not very good at lying. She wasn't. But that being said, you know, Taylor's favorite number is 13. Yes. So there is no box 13, but here's what she did. When Jimmy says, all right, go pick a box, the audience starts yelling numbers. She goes right to box one. She didn't ask anybody's opinion. She wanted box one. So then Jimmy picks his box, and he looks back at the audience, and they're all telling what box to pick, right? Then it's her turn to pick another box. What box do you think she picked? Two. What number did I just tell you? 13. Number? Right. So what box did she pick? 13. She picked one. One and three. Right. Box so, three. So again, oh, to make 13. She completely ignores the, the audience. Because yeah. she wanted box three because 13 is important to her. I, I give her major props. She knew what she wanted. She got what she wanted. And she wasn't going to play the audience game. Because there's, uh, there's 300 people yelling numbers. You can't make everybody happy anyway. It's the first time I've ever seen a celebrity just go, fuck it. I want one and three. I want one and three. Go one fuck yourself. I don't care what the audience has to say. Right. Now, look, Taylor, you know, I'm, I'm a big, I'm a Swifty. Yeah. Legitimately. Uh-huh. I'm a big fan of Taylor Swift oh, as yes, a person and as a musician. Yeah. I've had her, I've had her take pictures at my desk at work. I've yeah. had, I take pictures with my kids a few times. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm a fan. Big twist. I go, I've seen her in concert many times. You're a Swifty. But, but I got to call her out on something. So she opens the box, the second box. And there's a joke book, a book that's not real. And it's, it's Tales from the Golden Arches, right? And it's a book by Grimace. You know, the purple yes, monster. the purple monster from McDonald's, right. So she's not lying. She's legitimately describing the book. 
And she says to Jimmy, uh, there's a book here and it says Tales from the Golden Arches, which is very specific if you're not good at improv. It's obvious you're reading what's there. And there's a fuzzy thing on the cover and it just says, I don't know, I don't know what this is, Grimace? I don't know what that is. So then he says, you're, you're telling the truth. And she is. And he says, it's Grimace. She's like, I don't know what. I don't know she what doesn't know. She I, says she doesn't know Grimace because it's not her time. I mean, Gen Xers and above and, and, and boomers know who Grimace is. But by the time millennials came around, they phased out all those characters. You were lucky to know who Ronald of, McDonald was. Isn't that a little bit part of pop culture? No, were you, were you, it's not. Especially the secondary and tertiary characters, Don't know like the hamburger, the hamburger, nah, the fucking oh. early bird, Mayor and McCheese. What are those three pom pom fucking things? Oh, the the fry guys. The fry, yeah, yeah the fry, fry guys. guys. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. They, <clears throat> the the that's see right there. That's a generation I was devastated. It's a generation devastated. gap. Don't be devastated. don't be upset with her. I just would have thought in her life on no. social media she would have seen a throwback mm. video. With Not people. a shot. Remember the time I. Dressed as Frankenberry for uh, Halloween, yeah, and that, that went over. That was no, they thought I was Pinky in the Brain. Right. No, no good. Well, yeah, when you dressed as a, a Rick from Rick and Morty. Right well, no, that's Morty? it. No, people know the kids knew who that was. Right. No, they thought you were. They th- but the older people thought you were Christopher Lloyd from uh, Back to the Future or, Ein- or, or Albert Einstein. Right. But when I went generation. to the dude, but I, when I went to that party on Sunday night, everyone knew who I was because it was a younger demo. You mm-hmm. have to play to your demo, and 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 unfortunately, I mean. The people listening to this podcast, like, how the fuck did she not know Grimace? I'm with you, Brody. Well, how old are you that you're listening right now? If you're if you're 30 years old and under, you're not really expected to know who Grimace is, you know. But if you're 40 and over, you know, the, the, the mid 30s are a kind of a gray area. But if you're over 40, or you're a Gen Xer. You absolutely know who the Purple Monster Grimace is, and the, right. and 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 the Hamburglar. You just. Um, these aren't jokes. I'm being real. That's that's yeah. just life. I mean, yeah, no, I studied I, this I stuff. Believe it. Yeah, I could not believe. It. I thought Grimace was global. I knew for I a thought Glim- Grimace is the kind of thing your parents. If down I saw that, if I saw that, I'd be like, "There's no shot. She knows who that fucking purple monster is." Because they haven't had those commercials were in the '80s and maybe early you know '90s. Why, you know why I thought Grimace, uh, and, and maybe this is a stretch. Four, five years ago. Yeah. During the presidential election, a lot of people were posting uh, videos of Donald Trump from a 80s TV commercial where he's in the McDonald's commercial with Grimace. Oh. No, and that was and a that viral was a, thing for a, a while thing. where I thought, so again, you would have seen him in the commercial with Grimace. Right. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to like blow your mind right now. Ask I'm sitting down Gen Z, which is like 25 and under, yep. if you show them the clown, they may not know that his name is Ronald McDonald. They might not who that, know who that is. Um, my kids your, would and know. your kids. Well, your kids are more educated and astute. Yeah, but, but, he's, and, but, but he sits out on a bench in front of McDonald's. He's on commercial. Now, I, listen, my kids don't watch a lot but, of no, uh, broadcast television. But Ronald live. McDonald hasn't been a part of the McDonald's campaign or commercials or marketing in years. Yeah, but his let alone is, his let alone is in places. No, well, the, the Ronald McDonald House still exists, but. They don't know. They don't no no because they they decided like ten years ago that clowns scare people, and it's a creepy thing, and they don't have him part of anything. The Ronald McDonald thing with his face, you can't find that anywhere for for at, for years now. 
for years. He's, he's still sitting on the bench in front of some McDonald's. No, he's not. Wait, yeah, maybe if you have a, time. If you have an old McDonald's that have been there since. Oh, he had a farm. Had a farm, right? Yeah. If you have an old McDonald's that that's been there for like. 20, 30 years, they haven't hasn't changed or gone undergone a facelift. For, I guess, yeah, they've they that might be there for nostalgic purposes, but no way, man. Wow, no, look at dude. Have you been in a McDonald's recently? It looks like you're you're in like a Chipotle or a no, Starbucks. I, I, I know that they've they've redone it. I no, I don't go into McDonald's very often. It's everything's super modern in there. Touchscreen, everything. I think I went into a McDonald's after yeah to use the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. My daughter needed the bathroom, so we stopped at McDonald's. But other than that, I don't, I don't eat at McDonald's. True story. Right so. You know why I don't eat at McDonald's? I've oh. talked about this. Why? They don't have Heinz ketchup. Oh, that's right. They have fancy ketchup. They're fancy. Go to they got they fancy. Have, we know that. We know that. Hey, uh, listen, we have some sound here that I'm, I'm pulling up the sound banks. Uh, oh, we have a few yeah, pieces. I think we should get to some of that. You want to Bef- get to that? You're not going to hit the commercial jingle while I tell you to play sound? No, 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 we'll do that. Then we'll take a quick commercial break. All right, because I got a lot of stuff today. I'm ready to go. Well, let's go well, play sound. What do you got? I got, I got uh, three Peng Shui's. Okay. Well, is it really Peng Shui? Okay, so you're guilty of it as well. So there's a tragic story, possibly tragic story right now, of a very famous Chinese, and I say Chinese, I mean she's from China, Chinese tennis player. Oh. That a, 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 so she, she, she called out sexual harassment on a very powerful person in, the, in China. Yeah. Now, you know, China doesn't always have the same, they don't have the same freedoms we have here, and... There's a concern she may have disappeared oh. because she criticized a powerful people. So the, the her name is spelled P E N G. Yep. And her last name is spelled S H U A I. Yep. And so you know when you when you design your house um, according to Chinese symbolism. Feng Shui. Feng Shui. Is Feng Shui. Like a, to provide, forgive me if I'm a little off, but it's proper energy and proper placement, and you want to have things put in certain yeah. areas. There's, it's, it's got to go look it up. Anyway, uh-huh. the woman's name is not pronounced uh, Feng Shui. Well, or Peng my, Shui. my bad. I didn't know that. So right. So this is this is now a a major newscaster on a major cable news. Oh network. no! Play the clip. It's been uh, nearly three weeks, and the wait a mystery minute, are you one? is no, no, hold on, oh, hold wait. on. That's Peng one. Shui one. That's Peng Shui one. Oh, then I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, play, uh, play yeah. Peng Shui one. She says it how it's supposed okay. to be pronounced. Okay, okay. It's okay. been uh, nearly three weeks, and the mystery is only getting deeper around Peng Shui, her well-being. Peng Shui. There's no. Is, is that the correct way? Yes, Peng Shui. Okay, that's right. All right. Now play the clip of the woman who Number introduced two. the story. Yeah. The biggest stars in tennis adding to mounting outrage against Chinese officials. Where is Peng Shui, the latest on the missing Chinese athlete? Whoops. Yep. Peng Shui. Uh, she clearly fell into the Feng Shui category. Well, I again, did too. I did too. Again, I know you did, but you're not. So here's, well, I'm going to say it again. Especially with a name where you're not trying to pronounce it. The teleprompter should spell it phonetically. Phonetically, you sh- It's ridiculous. Yeah. In fact, I'll, I'll give you another example. Here comes. I, I don't have the audio because well, I got number three here. Well, three was just a, a, an edited version. So you could hear her say it again. Okay. That's all. All right. Somebody produced a commercial that ran on our morning show for a movie coming out. Yes. Produced by Lin Manuel Miranda. Oh my God! I heard this. I heard but this. This is someone who who has been voicing commercials for forty years. Let's get him on the phone right now. No, nope. 
when he read the spot, he said, produced by Lynn Manuel Miranda. Now it's spelled Manuel or Manuel or Manuel, but it's, it's, it's Spanish. You shouldn't in, assume with names that people that are going to read the copy. But Spanish is usually Manuel. Yes, it is. No, but but even Manuel, but you know what they, they could have written Manuel M A N W E L L because it's not going on a screen anywhere right, it's only it's being read into a microphone so right, no one's going to see it so spell so, it purpose, purposefully right. spell it wrong M A N W E L L Manuel Manuel spell it that way so the person can read it reads it so right. I'm only partially blaming the guy who did it because he should have known better. But I'm blaming the people who gave him the script. Stop leaving it up to chance. If the woman's name is Peng Shuai, spell it P-O-N-G, Peng. Don't spell it P-E-N-G. Yeah. No one cares Nobody how you cares. spell it on teleprompter. I'm not seeing it. Exactly. All right. Yes. All right what now, else you got? We, we got the uh, the Raiders fans. Oh, the Raiders. Okay. Ah, the so Raiders. I, I think it was Thursday Night Football or Sunday Night Football. Ba, ba, it, ba, ba. it was the pre-show and Drew Brees, retired uh, New Orleans Saints quarterback, Used to play for the San Diego Chargers, the beginning of his career. And a little little known fact here for you: the Chargers had the number one draft pick one year. Oh, and Michael Vick was going to be the number one pick. Oh, they traded the number one pick to Atlanta, who drafted Vick second. And the uh, Chargers, well, I'm sorry, they they drafted him number one. The 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 Chargers traded down. They drafted Ladanian Tomlinson, who's a Hall of Fame running back. Yep. And in the second round, took Drew Brees, who's a Hall of Fame quarterback. They got two Hall of Famers in trading for Mike Vick, who will not be going to the Hall of Fame. So it ended up very well for the San Diego Chargers. But I'm telling you that because people like, Drew Brees didn't play for the Chargers. Yeah, he did. Then he hurt his arm, and they didn't think he was going to ever come back, so they drafted Phillip Rivers and traded him to the Saints. But when he played for the Chargers, if you know anything about football, you know anything about football, the Chargers and the formerly... Oakland Raiders had a huge divisional rivalry, right? Playing the same division Correct. in California, the AFC West. They hated each other. So they're doing a little, I don't know, two-minute piece on, there's a TV show coming out uh, talking about the black hole. The black hole was the end zone in Oakland. In Oakland, yeah. Where the Raider fans would wear the armor and the... Uh, the silver paint and look like something out of Mad Max, like warriors, like crazy, like fans, legit. Right? And those, the, the craziest fans were there in the black hole. Craziest fans. So they're talking about, so Drew Brees in this clip is talking about how he handed the ball off to LaDainian Tomlinson, who scored a touchdown, I think to win the game, but it was in the end zone where the crazy Raiders fans were. Yep. And he that? talks about what they did. The fans did to the players. And then listen to the other guy talk about the fans. So we're celebrating there in the end zone, and the black hole, they don't like that. Oh, look at you. Yeah, you know, I think you start off with maybe popcorn and peanuts, and then it was beer, right? and then it was batteries. Like, Tim Glenn, put your helmet on. You're going to take one off the shine. throwing batteries at them. Definitely. You don't want to celebrate in that end zone. That was a rule. That was the old black hole there. Legendary. Yeah, definitely is legendary. Great fan base there. Okay. So if you can make out what he said. A great fan base there. touchdown. Yeah, we they threw popcorn at us and beer, yeah. but they started throwing batteries, batteries at us. Yeah, and and we were getting welts on our bodies. They were throwing batteries at us. Yeah, and the guy's response was, "Yeah, great fans." Yeah, 
They're not great fans. <laughs> yeah. So we're celebrating there in the end zone and the black hole. They don't like that. Oh, look at you. Yeah, you know, I think you start off with maybe popcorn and peanuts, and then it was beer. Right. And then it was batteries. Like, Tim White, put your helmet on. You're going to take one off the shiner there. Yeah, definitely. This you don't want to celebrate in that end zone. That no, was you a don't. rule. That was the old black hole there. Legendary. Yeah, definitely is legendary. Great fan base there. Great, Great fan, fan base there. there. Well, Great he meant there. it. He meant it. I can kind of see his point. They're so fanatical about the home team. It's a yeah. great fan base for yeah, the home what? team, for the Raiders. You said, well, they're fanatical. They, they love their team. But they're not but great. great fan, you don't throw batteries. You can't, you can't reward them. Well, that's a great fan base right there because they're so loyal. They throw batteries at the other team. Oh, well, that's not good. Yeah, no, it's pretty shitty. That's shitty. Don't they do the same thing in Philly? With the, <laughs> I heard they did with the Eagles. The teams that are, that are you know... The, the, Listen, I've I've been to a lot I of heard Eagles that, games. I heard that when the, the fans Eagles are down, they get rowdy. They they, they were actually a survey just came out, and was it the Eagles that were the rowdiest? Yeah, the Eagles were the amongst the rowdiest fans. Because well, the Raiders fans are in, they moved to Las Vegas, so a lot of their fans aren't there like anymore. It's not a, could be could be wrong. Maybe the Eagles. Oh no, I've been to Eagles. My brother in law is from South Jersey, so he had season tickets. So we used to go to Eagles games all the time, and it it's ugly. I mean, in a, in, a, in a fun way. If you're there for the Eagles, it's great. Yeah. If you're, you're, if you, God forbid, wore like a Cowboys jersey, you're not getting out of there alive. You're yes. not getting out of there. Just downright stupid. Did all I right. tell you my? And my, now my, I got my, finally, yeah. I got, I got one more, and I know what this is all about. I see it. I see the letters. You S, the last I see SD. Yeah. Okay. If you didn't see Saturday Night Live <laughs> this past weekend, <laughs> Pete Davidson was playing. They were doing a skit about Saturday uh, uh, Sesame Street. Because Big Bird got vaccinated and, and people complained, whatever. So they were doing a sketch making fun of it, right? And so they had Joe Rogan on because he's involved in the vaccination right. story. But it wasn't real also. Joe Rogan. It was Pete Davidson dressed as Joe Rogan. Now, yeah. Joe Rogan earlier in the week was saying he has a large enough penis. He's able to do the thing we always joke with Scary about. And so when he was S-ing on your Sesame own, Street. Essing your own D. Okay, that's I, what we well. That's but that's what that's what we we have an episode titled that with the Brooklyn Boys. I, I, I know, I know, but I didn't want to give away the joke. But you well, you can. Okay, so you know how Sesame Street's like today's episodes brought to you by the letter M and the number seven. It's all random; they're not really sponsors. But Scary would be like M M, and I'd have to hit the jingle on him because he'd be mentioning the sponsors. So, so Pete Davidson as Joe Rogan says. <laughs> The episode sponsor. Go ahead. Today's two sponsors are the letters S and D, as in I can S my own D. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny. So, of course, I put that up on Instagram, and so many people said, they ripped you guys off, as if we had invented that phrase. Right. But everybody Uh, else was, and I got a lot of DMs, and thank you all for for pointing that out. You got DMs DMs. or S your own DMs? I didn't see, I still didn't see it. Did you get, no, I still didn't see the episode. I can't wait. I said, did you get DMs or did you get S your own DMs? S my own DMs. I have to repeat the joke. You're not paying attention. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. 
if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Wow, you don't even give me a chance to breathe with that button. Yeah, sorry. sorry you know, time is money, money is time. Hey, uh, hey, money hey, is hey, time hey. and time is money. I, I oh With my, my mind on my money and my money on my mind. Um, you know, let's see here. I had something that I wanted to pull up for you, but you, yeah, by the way, your D. I want to I want to pull up my D. D. By the way, do you, <laughs> I want I like to point something out. Okay, you guys have all made fun of, me. and I, mean, I say you guys, I mean the slices as well. Yes, love you, the slices. You've all made fun of me about my. Six hundred forty-three thousand dollar home setup equipment. Okay, that's the, the okay. that's the first part. You you've increased it for a couple of million. Yeah, every yes, millions of dollars of equipment here. Okay, right. I will have you all know. Have us know that it's a very affordable piece of equipment. That if you're if radio is your career and you're really serious about it, and this is your craft and you want to go further and you you you've built up a little bit. Uh, my point is, producer Sam and. Mm-hmm. Best assistant Andrew, assistant Andrew, they each of the the podcast. Yes, they both bought what I have in my house, the Roadcaster Pro. So, suck it, David Brody. You keep saying I spent all this money on this equipment. Now you have other people that have done the same thing that I have. Added on to it, like you have. You've got special mounts, special microphones. Special doesn't sound. matter. The yes, point you, is the centerpiece of this product, the production workhorse, is the Rodecaster Pro, which now I have turned other people onto. Obviously, this is not a bougie buy. If producer Sam and Andrew are are buying it, so yeah. I rest my case. I don't believe that you have the same thing. Yep, I've seen your setup. Yep. You know it's not just that thing. You know you've surrounded it with more equipment. 
You know yep. you have. Yep. All right. True story. Um, the Brooklyn Boys yep. slices. It's a private Facebook group on on, uh, on you know you and I are not members of it, correct? Yeah. No. However, if you join some Facebook groups, like if you join a swap site, you know, like you like let's say you want to be in um, let's say Springfield, Ohio, has a Facebook group. When you go to apply for it, it may say, "Please answer these three questions." Do you agree you won't try to sell anything? You won't be uh, offensive? You're right, yes. Do you live in Springfield, Ohio? You're right, yes. And, um, you know, what is the name of the statue in the park? Because they want to prove that you're from the town. Not that you could Google it, but I, they ask you questions to make sure you're a legitimate Springfield, Ohio person. I joined a Mets group, and it said, who is your favorite player? Um, what's your favorite memory of going to a baseball game to see the Mets? And who's their all-time home run leader? Whatever. It was questions to prove you're a Mets fan. Do you know what the question is to get admission to the Brooklyn Boys fan page? What? What is Brody's drink of choice? Well, Diet Coke, no ice, of course. Right. And you have to say it in one word. <laughs> oh, that's not that's not so, cool. Is it, is it? I, I love... I yeah, love, no, but like, I feel like that that's, that's really being exclusive. I'm sure... Well, Yeah. That's really exclusive. Well, that just means Shady Jubobs' wife can't get in the club. Shout out to Right. Jubobs if you want to be part of the Brooklyn Boys Club, well, you, you, you should make it a little easier than that. I'm sure they let people who write Diet Coke Noise in three words get in. I'm sure. No, but I'm saying just change the question altogether. Oh, to, to what something you want to ask? No, no. Th- I think these are two, these are very in the room. I'm sure they. I don't know. I just. Yeah. I think that's a fun question. They just. It is fun. No, it's good. I just. I feel that maybe you should just, if you want to get more people into the group, just broad make it a little bit a broader of a question. I think if you're joining a fan club of a podcast, you've got a pretty good idea what my favorite drink is. I mean, we talked about it from episode one, I think, or two. I mean, it's. We talk about it every. Well, we talk about it a lot. Yeah. So, you know. All right. right. That's pretty fun. uh, Last episode, yep. um, we I talked about renting the carpet cleaner, or two episodes ago. Yeah, did you get the Regina steamer? I got the extra hour because of daylight saving. Yeah, the Stanley daylight steamer. Saver. Sorry, makes carpets cleaner. Well, it's a yeah, it's a cleaner. So Andrew A Benoit O five two one Benoit B E N O I T could be Benoit could be Benoit depends on how you I like Benoit. Well, the balls. Yeah. Okay. So he said in a tweet. Thank you for another quality episode of the Brooklyn Boys. A little tip for about Home Depot rentals. If you do a four-hour rental, three and a half hours before they close, you can keep the rental overnight and return it at 9 a.m. the next day. Nine and a half hours free. So Sounds I, like I, your I like kind of that. deal. That's my kind of deal. I like that a lot. Um, I do have a, a story uh, of my, my return trip to Home Depot that I want to share with you, but I want to make sure that you don't have anything else you want to get to before I tell no, you No, I'm story. good I'm I'm good for today. Uh because I have <laughs> the world is caving in. I got 17,000 calls coming in. I've got I'm I'm putting everything on silent. I like the new focus feature on the uh the iPhone in the in the latest upgrade of the i uh the iOS. You could you have focus where you can just push the focus button on it and you can have certain apps and things come through. And other things go on mute or go fuck yourself. Scary's focusing on himself, if you know what I'm saying. Hmm. Go focus yourself. <laughs> go focus yourself. You're gonna yeah. F your own D? You're gonna yeah. So anyway, so yeah, so I put this I put the focus thing on right now because okay. I, we gotta finish this off here. And uh yes. So so go right ahead, David Brody. 
All right, so let me tell you what happened at Home Depot. So, you know, I rented the carpet machine a couple of weeks ago, and it didn't dry properly. And so I got a little stink, a little mildew, uh, moldy a little, smell. A little, yeah, yes. And I, I used the Arm & Hammer baking powder, uh, whatever, not that it's carpet cleaner. You, you sprinkle it down, and I vacuumed it up, and it didn't help. I, it smelled like Arm & Hammer powdery smell and mildew. It didn't, it didn't work for me. I don't know if it works for other people, but it didn't work. So I go back to Home Depot uh, Saturday at 1 o'clock. To rent it again. Now, it's a 24-hour rental. Now, I know on Sunday at 1 o'clock, what am I doing? Well, it's kickoff to, fan- to football. Yeah, duh. And it's I play fantasy football, so I can't leave the house until I make sure that everyone's not injured, that I get all the advice from the TV shows, and I double-check, and I get all the matchups till the last minute. Because, you know, if a defensive player might be out, you want to make some switches, whatever. So I know I'm not going to be at Home Depot Sunday at 1 o'clock. So when I rent it, I say, look, I don't, I'm not going to be back here tomorrow until 2 o'clock. Do I have to wait until 2 o'clock today in the parking lot to rent this? Or can I rent it today and you guys will just forgive me for the hour? So this guy, Jim, who works there, older gentleman, the, the, the guy who's ringing me up, uh, the woman, I'm sorry, the woman who's ringing me up has orange hair. But she's got black roots and like just orange tips, like for Halloween. She says, well, Jim... Tells him the story. He goes, eh, don't worry about it. It's an hour. It's not a big deal. She says, oh, because, you know, when you rent the truck, they prorate it. If you rent the truck for four hours and you're over an hour, they charge you 25% of the, of the four-hour charge. Yeah, don't worry about it. I'll be here. Don't worry about it. Nobody cares. It's fine. It's fine. It's right. no big deal. I already see a problem. Yeah. That motherfucker's so, not going to be there when you show up with it. I guarantee so I, it. I, I, I rent I'll the machine. i put money on it. And again, well, and again, it's $50 deposit to rent the machine. The machine is $37 for 24 hours. And when you return it, you get back $13. That's how it works. Yep. So I, I rent the machine and I, I have two f- small fans in my basement. And they, they, they rent a blower machine, a giant blower with a fan and it goes, and it blows the floor dry. But they don't have it on Saturday when I'm there. I'm like, shit. So I rent the machine because that's my time to do it. And I vacuum the carpeting downstairs in the den and the upstairs level where the, the kids' rooms are, because I also did that and it smelled a little bit. I do both levels. I go back the next day and I put my little fans on the floor, and I move them around and I'm, I'm wrote they're like they're 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 uh, uh, the ones that turn, and I put them out and they're drying the floor. The oscillating ones. The oscillating ones, right? Well, the next morning I fee- I see that the floor is still it's still moist. It hasn't started smelling yet, Blech. but it's not drying as fast as I'd like. And you so knew bring, where that was going. I bring the machine back, and uh, uh, Glenn is working behind the counter at the return desk where you rent the machines from. Huh. And uh, Glenn, I, I bring the, the machine back, and I say, hey, how much is the blower machine? Now, the, the machines are on a rack off to the side, and the uh, carpet machines are on the floor because they have wheels. So you, you line them up, and you put them under the first shelf. And on the first shelf, on top of each one of the three machines, it says $37 carpet cleaning machine, $37 carpet cleaning machine, $37 carpet cleaning machine. Above the left one is the blower. And above the blower is is spray cleaner. And the prices on the shelf above the blower are for the cleaning products, not for the blower. So I say to to, uh, Greg, hey, how much is the blower? He walks around the counter and over to the rack and he says, $37. And I said, 
um, the blower is just a blower. It's not like a big machine. And there's no sign there. Yeah, the sign says $37. I said, Greg, I don't want to be difficult, but that sign is for the steamer. Oh, it's for both of them. Can you check? No, it's, I'm sure of it. Well, by the way, said, did you really quickly Google the, the actual retail price of this? Well, item? I didn't do that yet because I could have opened up my phone and done it. And so I right. said, I would have done that right I, there. I, I said, Greg, I understand you're sure that it's the same price, but you're, you're the guy who just went around the counter to look at the sign because you weren't sure. Right. So, but now you're sure because you went to look at a sign that isn't there. And now you're sure. Can you look it up? That's how much it is. I said, well, I'm not going to rent it for $37. Why do you run into the rudest people? He wasn't being rude. He was being cocky. Well, that's he what I'm saying. That's, that's equivalent of rude in this case. So he, he, I, he, I give him my name, and he looks me up. He goes, all right, you owe me $3.56 for the steamer. What? I'm supposed to get back $13. No, that's what it says. It says, it says here that uh, it's $43 for the rental and uh, and the overage and everything and yeah. the almost three dollars fifty six cents. I go overage, it's thirty seven dollars plus tax. I get back like eleven dollars and change. I did it last week. He said I'll print out the receipt so you can see it. I said I don't need you to print out the receipt. I rented it last weekend. It's thirty seven dollars plus tax. I get back eleven dollars. So he says I'm going to print it out so I can explain it to you. I go I don't need you to explain it to me. I said you're you're overcharging me. So then he prints the receipt out. He goes, yeah, you're late. I said, great. Whoa, whoa, hey, hey, hey. I I was here yesterday. Yes. I knew it. I knew it. And I was told by Jim. Now, Jim's there, by the way. Jim's uh, at a a register, like four registers down. Uh, A couple registers down. I said, Jim was here, and so was the girl. The girl with the orange hair is standing at the next register. I said, this young lady was here. She rang me up. They both said, don't worry about the overage. He says, well, but you're late. That's what the price is. I said, Greg, I'm not paying the overage. They told me I could come in 2 o'clock. It's 2 o'clock. He goes, all right, well, I'm going to get Jim to explain it to you. Greg, I don't need Jim to explain it to me. <laughs> Jim told me I could have it, not a problem, no overage. By the way, he was trying to fuck you, this guy, because yeah. he, he was like, you know what? Fuck this motherfucker. I'm going to charge him every penny I possibly can. Right. <laughs> right. So, so, he, so he calls Jim over and he says, um, Jim, this guy's claiming it doesn't matter that he's an hour late and we have to charge him the extra hour and he doesn't want to pay the extra hour. And I'm trying to explain it to him. So I printed out the receipt. You can explain it to him. He tells me, I don't need to explain it to him, but he wants you to explain it to him. So can you explain to him that he has to pay the extra hour because I've tried and he's not accepting my response. I don't know what to do. I'm sorry, sir, but I don't know how to help you. So Jim sees me and he says, calm down, Greg. I told him he could be, I told him he could be late. He's absolutely right. And Greg's face fucking because <laughs> because he was like a drama queen. He was very like he was getting all upset. And Jim just like Jim just looked at me and went because Jim's like an old guy like walks slow, he doesn't care. He just looked at me and went, "Calm down, Greg. Just calm down." I told him right. So now Greg doesn't want to look at me. Greg doesn't want to turn his head. Uh, He's not making eye contact with me. He's not. So so I said, "Hey Jim, quick question for you." How much is the blower to rent? And Jim goes, it's 20 bucks. Oh, for some reason, I thought it was 37. I'll take the blower too. Ah, go fuck yourself. And by the way, blow me while you're at it, asshole. Yeah. yeah. So Greg, <laughs> calm down, Greg. Calm down. I told him. Dick. So I love Greg it. Had to I love re- it. Refund my money. And I said, you know what? Take my refund. Put it to, towards the $20 for the blower. 
and I took the blower. He got his just desserts. <laughs> yeah, oh, man, his face, he would not turn to look at me. What a scumbag. Rather than turn to me and say, I'm really sorry. Yeah, no, because no, God forbid he should eat crow. No, he ate crow. No, but he just didn't. No, he didn't apologize. No, he didn't. He didn't say anything. He didn't, he didn't say anything. I'm sorry. So then so G, he, you could see the look on his face. So Jim goes, I'll ring you up over here, David. So I went to Jim's register and Jim rung me up. Yeah. So well, as I'm leaving, I walked up to Greg, who wasn't with a customer. I said, hey, Greg, I'm not looking to make your day difficult. I said, you see, I'm sure you're a good guy. But in the future, when someone asks you for a price, you should actually look it up. And when they tell you somebody else said something, you should just go ask them. That's right. all. It would have been That's much it. easier. It would have been much easier. I said, so have a lovely day. Have a nice day. I'm have a sure nice you're a good day. guy. Yeah. See you and next Tuesday. Like, <laughs> it looked like, I'm, oh, I was wrong. Yeah, what yeah. was me? Well, you yeah. know what? He, you made your bed. Now you lie in it. Yeah. Man, he lied. He lied. He's like, I'm sh- you, can you believe that? He was sure yeah. it was $37. So Even though he wasn't sure and he had to go look. As we, uh, as we wrap up this week, we want oh. to encourage everybody merch to go to the merch store. Uh, go to go to brooklynboys.bigcartel.com. That's brooklynboys.bigcartel.com. And uh, I would like to say that I misspoke last week. I had said that if you buy any two items in the merch store, you get one of our awesome Brooklyn Boys Christmas ornaments for free. No, 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 no. Au contraire, mon frère. Au contraire, mon frère. You get all three for free. You get the set of three for free. And people were hitting me on the DMs. They're like, that sounds like too good of a deal. Are you sure about that? Or didn't you just say it's one? No. We confirmed with our guy, Matt, that yes, it is absolutely a set of all three. It is an awesome snow globe with the Brooklyn Boys logo, a Brooklyn Boys sweater with the Brooklyn Boys logo, and a gingerbread man with F.U. Abe 77. Mm-hmm. So go there and get the, and we've added the new beanies and beanies with pom-pom version option. If you're a pom-pom guy like If you're a pom-pom guy like Brody. I don't know. Me, not so much. We've added that to the store. Miss Trish 83 was the first person to take a picture of the merchandise. Yep. And herself wearing the hat. Yep. And she wrote, it's it's here, it's here, winter can start now. And of course, what did we do? We reposted it on our socials and the Brooklyn Boys social. So uh, go shopping and post it. So we can give you credit. Yes, yeah, uh, we, right. From from, let's do this now. Uh, so, so yeah, so you get the set of three for free. Buy any two items in the store, and you, we're going to hook you up. But we encourage you to please go visit because the this is only while supplies last on the Christmas ornaments on that deal and our old school Brooklyn Boys uh, Christmas sweater, ugly Christmas sweater, is back and the t shirt yep. version as well or the long sleeve version, I That's believe. Right. So please go visit the merch store, make purchases for people, nice stocking yeah, stuffers. One, one last thing I want to say, because it's timely. I have a lot of stuff people sent me that I'm going to read when we come back, because uh, we're not here next week. We're not here next week. I wanted week. to give a special shout out to Angelhurst. No relation to Brooke, to Bensonhurst, Angelhurst. Uh, a lot of people were very kind and commented on the picture of me and Skiri yeah. that we posted, that we took together at Skiri's appearance. Yeah. On, uh, you on look like I first look- quarter Skiri. What's the matter? Okay, so uh, a <laughs> shout out to Angelhurst who wrote, "You look good. You look like first quarter Brody." Ah, That's what I, that was the, that was I wanted to read that Angelhurst wrote. To well, me. I I fucked up. Her, well, you know, great minds think alike. That's Angelhurst. The second time you've stepped Angel, on my shit. Doesn't matter it, because you know what I thought of it, so I put yes. I put it out yes. there. So uh, I'm, but I'm looking forward 
to first quarter scary because we're close to that. Yeah. Where scary will join me in Thindom. I'm looking at fifth in, quarter in scary Thindom. right now. That's what yeah, I'm looking scary, like. Yeah. Yeah. I'm at OOT uh, as some some of the slices. Well, I would said. like to apologize for standing next to you in that picture, Scary. No, you look good. I, I don't think you look bad at all. No, I know, uh, but, but I look bad for me and what I want to look like. You know, I got well, yeah, I got a so, case of the puffy face. I I did that. I talked about it on the air this morning. By the way, puffy face changed his name. He's he's just now P face. A uh, P face. Yeah. Or P facey. I think I'm P facey. No, I, I got to get the puff out of my face. I, they say, oh, you got this great oil, this great serum that you could scrub on your face. You put on your face, and then you use yeah. this thing to drain out all the toxins. Right, the toxins Every morning, yeah, you drain toxins. toxins out of your cheeks. Well, has anyone died from the toxins? The toxins. You're always talking about, no. oh, the gut medicine will get the no, toxins out of your gut. Gut, fl- gut your- flora takes care oh, of the toxins. Uh, my Uncle Jim died. How would he die of? He had toxins, skin toxins. He didn't get it. He didn't oh, scrub his face. I don't, I don't know. You know what works on the deep puffiness I've learned recently? Oh, what's that? Saying no to Chinese food and donuts. You're going to get some Chinese this weekend, Brody? No. Some, no, I haven't had Chinese food in two months. Oh, my God. Yep. Yeah. Brooklyn! The Voice from Brooklyn! Brooklyn! The Voice from Brooklyn! Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.